listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I am Frank Skinner. And I am angry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm not, really. I'm, I'm with um, Emily Dean, and guess what? <gasps> Alan Cochran has returned. <laughs> Morning. I'm so excited. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you can email us through the Absolute website. Alan's back and he's got tartan on. He's, that's very AW. Yeah, I should say he's also he's got a camel hair coat over his draped over his shoulders and shades. <laughs> and um, did you you didn't normally have your name on the back of your chair, did you? No, <laughs> I insist on it now. Oh, okay, all fair enough. He's Sorry, have we started? I'm used to hearing action before I get going. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> me too, love. Um, uh, Frank, oh dear. Um, Frank yes. he's famous now. Yes, he's, he's very much not. But it's gonna, this is going to be off. You're not acting. Huh? No script. No. I, I, no so how has it been? We should say that the cockerel, in case you don't know, and you probably do, if you're a regular, the cockerel's been. Can we, I don't know what we can say, but it's a sitcom, is it? Yeah. Yeah. We can say a that. little part in a sitcom. Fair. That's what we can say. I heard you were one of the best the, things in it. Although, yeah, we, as Stanislavski we said, there's no <laughs> such thing as small parts, only small players. <laughs> oh, yes, I yes. love the new cockerel. <laughs> I must say, I've, I've used that one a few times. <laughs> Yeah. Do you like Cockerel point two point naught? Yeah. Oh, he's lovely, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. I haven't downloaded him yet. <laughs> I'm afraid I haven't got the storage. <laughs> but uh, yes, you, you, you do have an air, a new air of confidence about you. Oh, I think. come, come. No, really. <laughs> Even the way you say "come, come," you'd never have said that before. I oh. always, um, I always felt that um, the acting thing was a was a bit of a thorn in your hide. In what? In your hide. <laughs> Right. Yeah. What, what What is the acting thing that you speak? Well, of? you know, you know, when, you know, when you were Jason the asthmatic, I almost yeah, fe- yeah. felt that you felt that was the first wrong on the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. It turned it out it was a speed bump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what now, was that in again? Albion Market. A and E. Oh, A and E. Yeah. Albion Market was before the cockerel was born. I think. I don't know what Albion Market is. I just chose to not answer that. It was an early BBC attempt. Where was it set? Pre Eastenders attempt at. At a soap opera. Where was it set? It was sort of in a London market, wasn't it? I, I think it was Do- Midlands, actually. No, I think it, I think it was London. Cause Can our readers tell us, please? I think it was Midlands. Wasn't um, Helen Shapiro in it, Walking Back to Happiness? Oh, was she? Oh, OK, I think that's right. Sorry, have we stopped talking about me for a bit? What? Yeah, we have. What's I'm afraid on this, this show, everything <laughs> stops for Helen Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have a rule, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. No, no one can accuse us of being Shapiroist. Wow. John Bennett was in it as well. He was, was a he? very fine actor. And I think Joe Melia. Oh. All the set was definitely in London. Can I just... No, it stinks of Birmingham. We'll find out anyway. Um, mm. I like having Cockrell back, don't you? Yes, yeah, so don't get me wrong. I love Steve Hall, but this is yeah. the A-team. You can't get round that. Cockrell won't fly anywhere, and he wears a lot of jewellery. <laughs> That's true, yeah. I'm really bling. Since we had that chat about that mayor, I've... Uh, so c- <laughs> really gone crazy on the Can you at least tell us something about your um, your role in this uh, mysterious I'm, sitcom? I'm, I'm in a sitcom that I don't know when it will be on, so no. I, and I don't I don't know how Isn't much I'm meant thing? to say about. Isn't that the worst things? thing ever? If ever you're filming in the street, someone comes up and says, "When will this be on?" Yeah. Oh. Well, do I look like I work in scheduling? <laughs> <laughs> 
And we're happy yeah, never to say see. that, people. We're, we're thinking a year's time. I think it'll be on oh, in a year, oh, which God. seems so oh. far what away. What if you die in the interim? Exactly. That's the, that's will it still go out with, but there'll just be a, a card at the end. No, no well, under the nice, uh, credit music, it'll be silence. And oh, no, they'll dedicate it to our friend, Alan Cochran. That'd be nice. Oh, dates. Oh, dates. how I started the show? I've got to sit and think about this for three hours. To our dear friends. Why do they always put dates on Oh, never put the dates. You know, this was the this was their window. I know. Oh, don't yeah. do the dates. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And action. <laughs> Frank, don't don't say we're not with it on this show because we've just I've had a text never in. Real Bian Market. Okay. Um, this text, Justin six eight eight. Hi, Frank and Co. Albion Market was set in. Are you ready? It's lo- somewhere in London. What are you going for? I can read it. It's, oh, uh, it's, it's on my screen also. It's Salford. You are <laughs> <laughs> having a laugh. No, if it's Salford. Oh, OK. Right, there you go. So we were both wrong. Well, I thought it was Birmingham. Yes, so <laughs> we were both wrong. Well, it's not that far, is it? Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> what else? <laughs> 90 miles or something, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, somewhat. Okay. Someone will text that in as well. well it doesn't no, matter. Don't, don't text that in. It is 90. It's not, roughly. It's a long t- It's not there, anyway. <laughs> Salford is not Birmingham. That's, we don't need anyone to text us in, but I know that. You know off, I like a hundred I know it off the top of my head. <laughs> um, I'll tell you who I want to talk about this morning with you boys. Has okay. a... I love I love me a bit of Prince Harry. He's my fresh prince. He's my favourite yeah. of the princes, don't mm. you think? Yeah. He's a bit cheeky, isn't he? He's a bit mischievous, and that's why I like him. He has been yes. nice to be he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't have to be on his best behaviour, which is what I like about him. No, he's one of those wild princes. He's the classic second son, because he'll probably yeah. never have the full responsibility. Yeah. He can yeah. live, the, live the high life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He pretends to be in the army. He gets naked. <laughs> <laughs> he dresses as well-known terrorista. Well, now... I mean, he's, he's naughty. Now, he's only gone and turned up in Nandos, as <laughs> yes. you call it. what the Greek island? <laughs> we call it Nandos. Frank calls it Nandos. Yeah, well, yeah. I... I um, you disregard that after the, Yeah, he doesn't like it. He goes, Nandos. I've only... I've recently, actually, because I've been working <laughs> out at um, the studios working in Elstree. Working out? Do I look like I've been working out? I'm working out. I've been working out on the Nandos diet. You've been pumping iron, Frank. Um, no. Okay. Uh, I've been ironing. <laughs> Is that the same thing? Um, I, I've been going to Nando's on a couple of occasions. If, by the way, if you work for Nando's, don't. I don't. I don't want. To, I don't want the famous black card. Mm, you can stick it. Um, but it's very nice. It's very lovely, nice isn't stuff. It? Yeah, I feel like I can say it's nice stuff now. I've made that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I always order. Um, someone said to me, "You've got to have double chicken burger fries and corn on the cob." That's that's the classic meal. What right. about peri peri fries? Oh, you've got a medium medium uh, medium peri peri sauce. <laughs> you were about to say medium medium <laughs> medium medium for peri 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 medium medium peri peri go large is what I order <laughs> and a mild. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, burger and Perry go large. <laughs> Remember that film? <laughs> it's very good. So I've been doing that, but I've never. This friend of mine obviously has a bigger appetite than me. So I've never. I've done it twice, oh. and I haven't unwrapped the corn on the cob yet on either really? occasion. So I'm thinking, you know, when you get you get to my age, that when you're like even thirty, you think well, I'll be able. To, you know, okay, I can't ski, but I learn to ski. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or, uh, you know, I, I can't, there's not space travel at the moment, but there will be. Yeah. I'm of an age now where I think stuff that like, I'll never do that. 
Yeah. No, that's gone. That door shut. Never yeah. going to finish. And that's what I'm thinking about calling on the car. But then, <laughs> really, I just think it's beyond me. Unless I have one on its own. Oh, you don't want to go solo car. If a man went just into Nandos in. and said, uh, <laughs> and said, okay. can, can, can I just have a cord on the cob? <laughs> I mean, they, they think he was a revolution. <laughs> anyway, well, Harry, Harry, I said exactly, exactly what he had. Harry, he had a um, lemon herb chicksy. What? I love the lemon herb. That's the one I what go for as well. Oh, okay. Daisy's nodding. It's the lady's choice normally. The lemon oh, herb. I, see. Yeah. I can I can imagine that because herb makes it sounds like it's like it's, <laughs> it's like rustic bread. It's suggesting you strung yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> strung out on the. Uh, <laughs> and a side order of mash, which I thought was an extraordinary choice. Mash. Who wouldn't go for the peri peri chips? That's the point of Nando's. I think he's gone for mash. That's because he's that he has to retain some of the responsibility of the, <laughs> of the second in line, third in line to the throne. Not chips, but mash slightly healthier. Yeah. Chips. Well, the bill. He hasn't forgotten, even in the moment of euphoria post England qualifying for the World Cup, that he's still a role model. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Japata model. <laughs> The bill came to £24. OK. He paid... Yeah. We'll, we'll be paying for that. Just for remember him, that. Though. Or did he pay with a, a granny blue or a granny brown? That's what? apparently what they call money. Is it yeah. right? I heard that they call... Granny, um, yeah. really? granny brown, granny That's blue. Correct. They call the royal baby tips because they reduce Prince George to PG. Oh. And now they call him tips, as they, yeah. Uh, oh, so they've got their own little code. Oh, God, they, they have a... What a life they lead. <laughs> hey, <laughs> imagine it. I bet they're letters to each other. Don't even have normal words. It just says PG tips. Letters? Like, yeah. I no, think you overestimate them. <laughs> 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 they all live in the same house. What do they send letters? Oh, From one point. wing to the other. Yeah. I like that they live in the same house. Nice, isn't it? It's a bit student-y. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so... I, lo- I like Prince Harry. It's quite man of the people. He's not having swan sandwiches. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, very, having... he's very man of the people. <laughs> I, I agree with that. He's, yeah, he is. And, uh, well, we'll come back to this okay. because there's been a bit more man of the people um, stuff going yeah. on. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So that's when stereo goes wrong. <laughs> Over to you, Cockrell. I was just going to add on the uh, Prince Harry going to Nando's thing. Because yeah. we did sit, the last thing we said before we played some commercial music was, mm. uh, was that he is the man of the people. And mm. there's a bit in this article that I think couldn't be more man of the people. The prince apparently placed the order at around 11.50pm and spent the next few minutes playing with his mobile phone. Oh. Isn't that just so real, like, yeah. normal? <laughs> That's what people do, isn't it? They put yeah. a food order in, and then they go, right, I've nothing to do for a second. I got my phone. And the phone's straight in their hand, either playing Snake or checking their emails or whatever they do. I've been playing quite a lot of chess. Yeah, but when he's texting old, uh, people, he's texting Peregrine, and you're not. Yeah, but the other royals oh, are probably he's, stand he's discussing coats of arms with their courtiers <laughs> or whatever it is they do. Isn't he texting Kofi and Nan and people like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saying, to, do you want do you want Perry Perry or uh, Herbert? <laughs> I'm bringing they him haven't got, They haven't got Dr Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Kofi's in the car, so I can't come in because it's going to look bad. Yeah. <laughs> And I can't, you know I can't go to the Indian. I'm sick of the Nan joke every time I go in there. <laughs> so let's, yeah. let's go to Nandos. I don't okay. really eat Nandos a lot because I think it is, it's spicy food for people that don't like curry. Just go for a curry. Get because Frank doesn't like curry. curry. Yeah, I know. Weird. 
Um, oh, that's weird, is it? Because I'm different. Weirdo. <laughs> yeah, it's You're weirdo. Like, it's people like you to put stars on people. <laughs> Tattooists. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, but actually, we've had a few celeb spots, because we've been talking about Harry and Nando's, and this, I think, might beat Harry and Nando's, oh. which is from Raymond, one of, our, one of my regulars. I'm imagining Raymond is your hairdresser. Yes. Sounds, and I should be seeing Raymond for a uh, shampoo and set. <laughs> when I was seven, I saw Bill Treacher in Foster's Clothes Shop in Bury St Edmunds. Bill Treacher? Was it not Bill Trencher? Isn't that what he was no, called? No, Bill Treacher. He was the EastEnders it, man who had a bit of a he had a bit of a turn, didn't he? he did have a uh, turn. Yeah. yeah, Arthur Fowley stole the of, Christmas Club money. He was one of the issues. You know that, that some people just yeah. the characters they're in it for a bit, then they become issues. Yeah, but that, he, he was mental health. That yeah. was like se- that was seven months that he stole the Christmas Club money. Was as considered a strong enough plot line to I carry. I think in those days when the Christmas Club money was <laughs> everything. To those yeah. those small communities. Our <laughs> times have changed, of course. Yeah. Uh, we've had another one. Jim saw Michaela Strachan getting petrol in Coulston. I always, I always used to think she was very beautiful, Michaela yeah. Strachan. Yes, I can I'd imagine. Think even that. today, I'd like to see her getting petrol. Chuckle Brothers at LAX Airport. No, no. <laughs> Yeah. What are they that, doing anywhere that's not the UK? You don't I, think do they're travelling, do I can't see them in anything other than a lorry. <laughs> that's, they were at LA Airport. <laughs> they're doing wow. well for themselves. Can you, I wonder what they were probably talking about, a film or something. Yeah, yeah, the Chuckle Brothers movie, yeah. Well, they're I think, probably, I, I, I think they're Tarantino gonna do, was going to direct They're going to do the serious part, eventually. And would have come in a toilet. What? I know, oh, I, I know, know it's serious. <laughs> mm. But J- Jay-Z was on the tube as well, wasn't um, he, this I, week? I believe when he's in this country, Jay-Z. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> OK. Jay-Z was on the tube, yes. Yeah. What's happened to the world? Major international recording artists are on the tube and then hen parties from Dagenham are in stretch limousines. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? Skinner. Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. We've had so many celebrity spots in. We've okay. had oh, someone's tonic going. That was mine. Oh, cool. That was mine. See, I've missed that. How was oh. that on set? Sorry, sorry, <laughs> uh, Jeff. We're gonna have to do that again. There was some sort of um, rumble. <laughs> sorry, everyone. I just usually turn around and I immediately say, I refuse to do that again. Fix it in post. That's what oh, I say. Oh, is that what you wow. say? Oh, you said post like that. Post. Yeah, post. And they all go, fix it in what? They say, in the moment, slightly lost. <laughs> post. What is that? <laughs> no, no, that no, 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 I say fix it in post. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what is that? You want it fixed in where? Perth. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'm impressed as Tommy's rumbling because he's keeping um, he's keeping thin for his well, TV he's probably appearance. Some mad diet. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit. He's like, like Kate Middleton. I'm a bit like Christian Bale in The Machinist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to really get the body fat down. I just eat an apple. That's it. All day. I once saw um, Arsene Wenger in a South African hotel lobby. Oh God! I hate this anecdote already. And, uh, <laughs> What the hell happened? He ordered an apple and a knife and fork. (laughs) And he hit the apple with a knife and fork. No. Yes. And there was lots of people around. Like a red apple. I Um, really respect him for that. Shows the restraint of the man. I'm worried about him. 
<laughs> Alex <laughs> Ferguson with a, what was he eating in the corner? Well, he looks like a saluki. You know those dogs? I don't know, no. Yeah, they're, they're like um, greyhounds that are blurred slightly. They're a little fur, a bit furrier than your average greyhound. He okay. looks, he's very slim. And if a man eats an apple <laughs> with, a, with a knife and fork, you think, are you all right? No, you don't. You just think, as I say, he's got admirable restraint. Wow. Well, he, he, I could see he'd done it before. He had a very, uh, his technique... I mean, if I... It'd be on the floor in ten seconds if I tried to eat an apple with a knife and fork. Yeah. But he, um, he had it... It, it, was, it was always in, under his control. Mm. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, excuse me, do you want to hear about my celebrity Look, encounter? He must have said pom de terre, si vous plaît. And then a uh, knife and fork. <laughs> <laughs> Momentarily the, forgetting the French, his native tongue. <laughs> exactly. The French have no word for cutlery. No, I think he realised that the uh, waiter... In the in FN four. Yeah, we could see the confusion on the waiter's face, and then the why does he he wanted north and fork? He eating an apple, or that what guy got? There's a saluki eating an apple with the north and fork in here. That's what happened. Anyway, that's a little story from uh, my South African trip. One of my featuring Arsene Wenger. Yeah. Who, who suddenly seems to have lost his ability to speak his mother tongue. I was telling the gang earlier that um, Alex Ferguson said... We were the gang? Yeah. Alex oh, Ferguson no. was... That was the moment we lost him when we got the gang. Alex Ferguson was saying, people think I'm football obsessive and Arsene Wenger is an intellectual, he said, but he's, he's obsessed. All he ever thinks about is football. He watches Bundesliga games Tuesday night. He says, whereas I've got loads of interest, my favourite film is Seabiscuit. <laughs> Seabiscuit. Yeah, he's truly. He loves the art house. Oh, he does, doesn't he? He's on the Seabiscuit He's a diet. bit of a Peter Greenaway fan, I've heard. Now, listen, what about oh, my... Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> what about my celebrity encounter? What about it? What was it? Well, like what happened me? this week? I'm just worried which one is this going to be and how much <laughs> detail. That's what I... I feel my heart thumping. Can I hear the whole thing? So I was with a friend near my work... Um, which is in London South Bank area. You're familiar with it yourself, Frank. Mm, mm. And I was at... Can I name this place? It was uh, It's a sort of healthy fast food joint. I think we've already named okay. Nandos. You can name know, one, of the, other, one of the other islands. So this is called Leon. Oh, Are you yeah. familiar with its work? Is it pork-based? Pork Not particularly, oh. no. It's I was thinking lately on the pig farmer. Oh, no, no it's, it's quite healthy. One of Alex it's Ferguson's nice. favourite films. It's nice. If it is Leon. A- Leon the Pig Farmer. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a kind of Leon. fast food. It's a healthy fast food okay. joint. Okay. So I'm standing there with my friend Simon, bit of a man about town, Simon. He spots a friend in front of him. What does man about town mean in this context? Is well, it just means he knows people. He's a mover and a shaker. Uh, okay. Right. So he's standing in front Criminal, of me. Yeah. He, he spots a friend. And you know when someone spots a friend and you think, oh, no, now we've got someone else. We've gone to lunch together. Uh, yeah. So I thought I'm going to... An interloper. Exactly. Yeah. So I thought I'm going to detach myself from this. So I detached myself. I thought, I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting involved. <laughs> I looked at the menu, pretended to look over there. He's talk- All I saw was the leather jacket of the man. It's always difficult if a friend of yours talks to a friend. I, I tend- don't want to meet them. I tend to hold back and let so them just I. talk to their friend. That's Some what people I do. come in and wait to be introduced. Mm. I don't do that. Not Frank. Also, I don't <laughs> want to meet your friends. I like you, but I- there's no guarantee I'll like your friends. So the leather jacket man, I can see this leather jacket. I'm like, oh, how long is he going to talk to the leather jacket man? The conversation's going on for ages. I'm looking at the menu. Leather jacket man's still droning on. 
eventually. I just know this is going to be Leslie Grantham. There's <laughs> 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 a jacket man. Who else could it be? Bross. It went on so long. It felt like about two hours. I thought I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to be polite to this man. As I turn to talk to him, I hear Simon say, "So what are you doing round here, Jude?" <gasps> now I don't know about you, but I don't know many Judes. No. Um, they're obscure, aren't they? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Fine work, Cockroll. Yeah, Thank you. Excellent. It turned out this was Jude Law. Mm. So you know what? I'd guess that on the Jude. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> As you I didn't want to say because I didn't want to spoil it, but I'd, in my in, inside me, I knew it was going to be him. So by this stage, this is difficult because I've detached myself. But now, yeah. never have I wanted to be in a conversation more than uh, this one. Well, so th- thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got to rejoin the Jude conversation. Was he wearing a hat? No, he wasn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So I'm with Jude Law. <laughs> yeah. I say with. He doesn't know I exist at this point in time. You're adjacent. Yes. And he's got a leather jacket on. Yeah. Is he all in black? I'm picturing him all in black. There might be some scarf element going on. Oh, of course. Oh, one of those. Yeah. Like a Tibetan. Oh, but he's got like a shoulder bag with a script in it. Yes. I oh, think I'm so. Like that. Yeah. I know oh, you're, you're like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it makes him a bad Actually, person. I've realised I'm now in a similar bit of the Venn diagram to Jude, aren't I? Oh, God. I wasn't Frank. a couple of weeks ago, but now I'm more like Jude. You are. You are. There's no getting around it. Once you start acting, that's it. Yeah, but you're one of them uh, lovely jubblies, aren't you? What's that? That's the word for lovies that I heard someone use once. <laughs> lovely jubblies. Jonathan Ross's manager said that once. So did you speak to Oh, uh, yeah, did I speak to? Can you imagine me not taking advantage? You took Simon, advantage of him. Simon took, he punished me. He took ages to introduce me. It felt like about three hours. I was like, yeah. come on, I'm standing on the <laughs> sidelines, getting so angry. He wouldn't do it. And then he eventually went, oh, this is my friend Emily. Oh. He went, hi, I'm Jude. Oh. I said, hi, Jude. (laughs) And the first thing I said... And he went, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I said this. I started talking about property prices. I was a bit nervous. And I said, it's really up and coming around this area, isn't it? It's amazing around here. The properties are really going up. South Bank. Yeah. He said, yeah, yeah. I said, and then I said, yeah, the thing is... um, Now's not the time to buy. It's too expensive now. Oh, you put property advice now. Yeah, but he gets about ten million a movie. Yeah. He pretended to sympathise. He went, Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's too expensive. Oh, he's all humble. He was lovely. Oh, lovely. Simon got his number. Okay. Yeah, an email address. But then when we sat down, he said, Oh no, he writes his sevens like his nines. I can't work out if this. I can't work out the number. He does that deliberately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd, he did I'd do that if I was giving out my phone number in Leon to people that would just yeah, talk to me in the queue. <laughs> I do knew it all him. the time. Simon was a friend he of his. Him. It was. Fu- yeah. Well, you well, know, he, do people like that have to have his number and email address? Did he? Yeah, but he ruined it. He went back to get to check on the number, and I think it destroyed it. It looked like autograph hunters. It was awful. Yeah. Oh, it was he, a really. He didn't go back to check on the number. He said, "Excuse me." Deliberately giving him a confusing number. He said, "Oh, Jude, don't say Jude loudly across." the restaurant hey, Jude no. Jude uh, the number's wrong yeah, J. don't Call say hey J. Jude hey um, Jude very good I know so that was my exciting moment but it, it's a... no Rod Hull in Bournemouth coming out of a chip shop which is what, what Ben Carter spotted that's much better and of course there's only one question that has to come off the back of that was he alone uh, well Rod exactly Hull? 
Oh, good point. Well, the idea of he, he's got the chips in, in one hand and then there's a, one of those small pickled egg containers being held by Emu. <laughs> <laughs> Emu feeling awkward about the egg element of it and whether he was doing something morally wrong. Mm. Oh, yeah. John Voight in Harrods Toy Department buying an action man. Wow, John Voight. Mm, that's a good one. Um, we've uh, we've had a text in that uh, I think it, on the subject of select, uh, celeb scene. Hi, I thought you might li- like this rhyme based on an incident a few weeks past. I saw Frank Skinner eating his dinner in the Tate in constant debate. Uh, now, uh, she's put that in caps. Now, depending where you break this brackets on the ins it is a clary hue or a high cue I, oh, I, I call it a high clary hue from joe in orpington <laughs> very good this is commercial radio by the way listenership this no, is still no, it, commercial well, radio <clears throat> you, can, you can skip the theory and still enjoy the poetry i think i yeah. think so yeah. i was in um what i just felt i'd done a film for um tate modern oh is about, this thing about yes. performance art Yes. Which is currently on YouTube. I think I can promote that because I don't make any money out of it. I've actually right. seen it. I thought it was marvellous. Yeah. Thank you so much. I haven't, but I'll make a note to watch it. And I'm paid. Um, I'll, I'll oh, tell you this what. This is a bit vulgar. I was no, but this <laughs> is <laughs> unusual. I was oh. paid with uh, three nights at um, a thingy Meriden Hotel. What are they called? Meridian. Meri- yeah, Meridian. Mm. Not Meriden Hotel. <laughs> Meridian. Yeah. Oh. But they're in London mainly, the Meriden. Right, where uh, you live. Meridian. Stop saying, mispronouncing it anyway. now, I've told you it. Yeah, but you know, it's still uh, it's still nice. Have to, you been uh, there then? No, I haven't done it yet. I've oh. got points on a card. Oh, that's, that's classy. That's but it's nice. always nice being... You I take half there. I'll put I it would, on my card, I've got my points. I would really... Yeah, romantic. exactly. It's like having a voucher at, uh, <laughs> at the supermarket. You do you love a buy a Valentine's dinner with lunch and vouchers. Didn't they say that uh, Wayne and Colleen <laughs> used cut-out vouchers from uh, from magazines oh, did they? At, uh, at the supermarket? Oh, I, I hope so. I, hope I so. love them for that. Respecto. Respecto. Um, what oh. about this? What do you do? <clears throat> I heard a celebrity I know being talked about this week. Now, that's a bit awkward. What do you do in that situation? Listen. Yeah, well, exactly, you eavesdrop. Well, we did. So okay. I'm with Daisy. We're at a uh, screen. And hope they're being heavily criticised, I imagine, on one level. I don't know if you'll still have that opinion when I tell you this story. Is it going to be me? Um, Daisy and I are at a screening. I go to the loo. I said, I've got to pop to the loo. I, had, I was having a wine. She was having a Coke. Um, went to the loo. I get a text from Daisy whilst in the loo. The men behind are talking about Frank. I have never done up my trousers so quickly. <laughs> oh, surely you have. I don't. What about, oh, God, it's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just going to have to face it. Um, I dash back. The men are there. I said, I caught the tail end of this. So Daisy had filled me in a bit on what they were saying. They were talking about, they were saying, oh, what about that um, Stephen Moffat thing? They'd been at that interview thing you did. Remember you did? Uh, they were Hoovians, Frank. They were, were they? Okay. Oh, they said, well, you could tell Stephen wasn't happy when Frank was talking about the uh, sonic screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of gossip I generate. Yeah, these days. <laughs> what if there'd been a tabloid journalist? I'd have been in big trouble. <laughs> I think one of my fave quotes ever is, you could tell Stephen wasn't happy when Frank was talking about the sonic screwdriver. <laughs> Um, the other man said it was brilliant. Thought Frank was brilliant. Yeah, oh, he loved you. But then he said he's right about the sonic screwdriver. Yeah, no, <laughs> so that's it. That's the bottom line. <laughs> what used to be a power tool has become a magic wand. Oh, really? And we felt so relieved that they were nice about you. 
I well, can't imagine how I feel. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I feel but weren't you slightly hoping they'd be nasty about me? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I, I, even if I was listening, there'd be a part of me. You know that thing about. Yeah. You know that thing that the French writer said that talked about the exclusive pleasure of watching a very close friend fall off the roof of a house. <laughs> <laughs> there is something that we love our friends, but we, in a case like that, you want to hear some a bit negative things. It's a more interesting story. Mm. Yeah. So, I know. so now you can tell me the rest of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that off air. Oh, you yeah. didn't fall into my trap. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 8 12 15. You can follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or you can email the Absolute website. Hmm. No. <laughs> well, I think we should go to emails. What about our readers? Do you want the jingle? Yeah. Okay, let's see what we've got. What about just, just for a change? What about one of your French ones? You're what so good at French. Just for a change. Sing it. <laughs> Two little girls. Hold up. <laughs> yeah, it's not accurate, but it's a lovely song. How that. do you feel about that, Cockerel? Um, that's fine. I, I'm, I've got a very wide casting <laughs> bracket these days. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, he's in spotlight. Did you get that Frank? from that hardware store? In uh... <laughs> yes. no, Frank. He's in spotlight now with hat, without hat. Oh, no. You know when they do that in the photo? Yeah, with with yeah. glasses, without glasses. <laughs> On my CV it says, can grow a beard. <laughs> Brilliant. Horse riding? Sword play. Oh. Horse riding, no. Sword play. Mm. <laughs> Sword play. Mm. Mm. Oh! Mm. Is it as yet unsheathed? <laughs> oh. yeah, no, no, it's sheathed is what sheathed. it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, everyone. Oh. We'll do that again. <laughs> Live, you say? <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, we're in email corner. OK, do you want to start? Um... No, no. Don't I don't know where to start. <laughs> Exchange <laughs> of March. <laughs> I haven't forgot that. OK, I'll start then. There. This is from Andy. He says, hi, Frank. We listened to your show in Perth, Australia, whilst having dinner. Now, I know it's, it's early to interrupt, but do you think that means um, lunch or tea? Oh, yeah. There could be breakfast, dinner, tea, or I'm not sure of the time. dinner. I'm not sure of the time difference. No, you're talking about the class difference here, yeah, surely. And when he says in Perth, does he mean in post-production? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll fix, fix that, that in Perth. Perth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll have dinner in Perth. That's <laughs> not how I speak. But. Well, I'd say it's people are thinking, what does he mean? You just said that. <laughs> people listening. It's not how I speak. Pray um, continue. We, kn- we knew what you look like. Me, yeah. But try to guess what um, Emily and Alan look like. I love it when people hold back from Googling. So do I. It's such an honourable thing to yeah, do. It mm. really is. Emily looks like she sounds, whatever uh, that means. No, I think that you'll find that's good. Is that good? I don't like whatever that means, but Prince Charles. Um, but Alan looks like a chimney sweep. <laughs> what people look like the opposite of what they sound like? That's from Andy. Uh, I'd say someone who doesn't sound the opposite of what she. Uh, looks like is Big Mo from EastEnders. <laughs> Good point. If Big Mo had a radio show, I don't think anyone would see a picture of Big Mo and think, "Oh, blimey, mm, you're so right." I think she looked like that. I think you made I a think... good point, but I think you've moved past the uh, email saying that I look like a chimney sweep too rapidly. <laughs> yeah, um, you're too tall and lithe for a chimney. I'm, I'm six foot three ish. Yeah, well, that's that's that must be handy. 
if you're a sweet. That, that's you want to act, be stuck in a really confined space. Eight pound yeah. fifty on a, on another extension on rod. A rod extension. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cockle saves that? money on those big ladders, doesn't he? Gets the little um, ones. Was Ebu a rod extension? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yeah. um, what, what does that mean, though? Have they Googled me and, and found a publicity pic where I Well, you I look, look like a chimney sweep. I look like a chimney sweep. Well, you're sweep. dirty. Have you got any dirty publicity shots when you've got any really well, dirty face? No. <laughs> I think you just look like you could be grateful for food scraps. Are they saying that I'm, I look common? Is that what they're saying? No, I, I think I look you look, like look as common. lucky as lucky can be. Because do you know yeah. what's happened? I, um, <laughs> I'm going to show you this. I am... Um, I, I wear oh. a flat cap reasonably. Oh, yeah, can I now. say the cockerel is hold, currently holding his flat cap? And look, can I the, say the, the cockerel's got into props now? On the, on the flat cap is coming away. He's now exposed the stitching at the peak, where the peak joins the body of the hat. Exactly, Frank. Exactly. Isn't that where a razor blade would go on Peaky Blinders? Oh, so oh maybe yeah. season two, Peaky Blinders. I could play a chimney sweep that. Yeah, as his own hat with a razor blade. I can see it? you in Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I think I'd be good in it. I was talking with some friends this week about starting a new social network for um, homosexuals who aren't feeling that well, called uh, Peaky Grinder. Frank <laughs> <laughs> Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. I think people who um, who don't look like they sound. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about... Oh, I'll tell you, can I just do a quick, another one who looks like they sound? Yeah. What about Nancy Delolio? Yep. Yeah, she looks oh. like she sounds, definitely. <laughs> she really couldn't look more I'll like she sounded. I'll tell you who doesn't, um, Sir Bruce Forsyth. Oh, you're right, Frank. I always think, if, if you ever have watched Strictly with the sound down for a period, he, he always looks like he should sound... <laughs> 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 he looks like he should sound like that, and when you put it on, he's, he doesn't. I tell you who else. Robbie's I imagine at home when he relaxes. <laughs> In rehearsals, I bet he's like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about. Ah, right. <laughs> yeah. You're right, Bruce. And then, oh, is that um, pterodactyl? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> pterodactyl? What's wrong with pterodactyls? Um, Robbie Savage, I've always thought he. Sp- speak ye not ill of the dead. Sounds. Robbie Savage sounds like. He sounds quite effeminate yeah. and northern. He should be like Danny Dyer, I think. He should be an Essex lad. Don't you think? Mm. You know what? The world would be fairer if Danny Dyer sounded <laughs> effeminate. And, yeah, it would be just. Uh, so, so you're saying that because he sounds effeminate, that doesn't that doesn't fit Robbie Savage's it doesn't fit long with his dyed look. blonde hair look. No, because he looks a bit laddie. He looks a bit follow the bear. I think. Mm. Would you not agree? It looks like he's being followed by the three bears. <laughs> <laughs> saying what happened to our porridge? <laughs> anyway. Let's do another email. We're in Carney. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. Alan mentioned on last week's show, I think it was a couple of weeks ago now. I mean, last week, yeah. Yeah. Mm. uh, On last week's show. (laughs) Oh, God. Or maybe I should do it in RP and uh, in case any casting directors are listening. Mm. um, That Spider-Man wouldn't be able to climb a building unless the other side of the Velcro was on the building. Oh, we were yes. discussing Velcro and Spider-Man, weren't we? Yeah, who, yeah, as of everyone course. does eventually. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, normal Velcro is made up of hook and loop. I think I said that. Yeah. Well, just in case you're in need of a new type of Velcro, we sell one called Free Magic. You oh, don't I'm need done. two sides. Can I what? stop you there? What? Yeah. If you're selling it, should it be called Free Magic? Good point. Uh, See, yeah. I had this problem when I hired uh, Nelson yeah. Mandela for an after-dinner speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Free, I'd, that's what I'd heard. 
free ten grand. Did he? <laughs> yeah, but we'll we'll bring own Versace shirt. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, not always appropriate for a black tie dinner, though, is it? No, but black and gold sun pattern. It, you could get you know what you're getting. You got to make allowances. Yeah, diamond motif. Anyway, they sell one called Free Magic. You don't need two sides. Our one sticks to itself, so Spidey could climb any building and not worry if the wrong side is attached to the building. A bit I be, familiar, Spidey. I will be charging you for this, as I know you don't like freebies. <laughs> well, yes, you don't. But you called it Free Magic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but does this mean if I put this stuff on my clothing, I could climb a tall building? I think that's what he's saying. Um, yeah, good luck with that. This is like on page 29 of The Sun today. It says, giant meteor heading towards <laughs> Earth uh, with the, the, the power of uh, 29,000 nuclear bombs when it hits. That's mm. on page 29, a single column. And that's what this is like. We can climb buildings and that is in the headline news. Mm. Yeah. Mm, that doesn't make any sense. I'd love to climb large buildings. He says, not only Think that. of the peeping Tom opportunities. Because <laughs> people have a false sense of security when they're on the 11th floor. Yeah. You could do window cleaning. That's a good idea. Maybe I'll write a song about that. Yeah. Oh, I can see you as a window cleaner. Really? And me yeah. as a chimney sweep. There's a real class divide <laughs> in this studio, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, exactly. And I can see you as a executive producer <laughs> on a popular daytime magazine programme. Someone's gone wrong here, hasn't it? Oh, my God. I, I reach for my... Um, for my um, mouse, then, to put the adverts on, and I, I, I grabbed my hot cup of tea. Was like, oh, that was a really scary moment. Oh. Roller coaster ride. Hey, that, that, you know, when you reach for your mouse, it's because we don't have a, there's no map for this Are mouse. Are you feeling all right? You know what you need we to need go a on? Mouse catcher. I'd go on Peaky Grinders. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will. Let's get these on first. Okay. This is Frank Skinner. Just to complete the uh, the email regarding the Velcro came from um, Andrew, who added at the end, "I also sell buttons and other fashion accessories, all chargeable." <laughs> so it's mm. nice he's not offering us not even buttons. I know, I mean, but Frank's clamped down on that behaviour. No, but the fact that buttons is classed as a fashion accessory. <laughs> well, it's not the main thing, is it? It's a button. Oh, well, on the button. Buttons, you know what? You know, can I give you a little trick of the trade? Do. What you do is get a cheap item, take the buttons off, replace them with some expensive buttons. We do it all the time. Is that right? Yeah, because it's the buttons that will let the coat down often. Mm. The cheap buttons. Yeah. There that's, you go. That's, that's free, that. That's good, that. Mm. Cute. Cute move, cute as a button. Oh, yeah. So are, are button holes a fashion accessory? Aha. Well, oh. they are an accessory, aren't they? The, the, you mean the little flowers? But they're integral, surely, to the garment. Mm. I don't know. Oh, the holes. You don't mean the flower that goes in there? That's called a buttonhole, isn't it? No, I mean no. the holes. That's a bit blunt. That's a bit. I just met you on <laughs> Peaky Grinders, isn't it? <laughs> buttonhole. I don't know. Either. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. No, I meant turn up with the carnation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, we, are we moving on? Let's move on. I've, uh, as, as you know, I've been uh, on location, location, location. Oh, yes. Um, oh. I'm the new Phil Spencer. Where were um, you on location? Kendall. Okay. Oh. oh, did you have any uh, MC? I did have a bit of Kendall <laughs> mint cake. I did, took did, you have, home. did you MC? have the chocolate? Did you have the chocolate covered? MC yeah. Kendall? Yeah. My son, my little boy, uh, Cockrell Jr., six years old, loves mint and chocolate, so Aww. it was the easiest gift shopping I've ever done. Was he happy? Yeah, pretty Aww. happy. Um, yeah. 
But, bit of a calamity, I've managed to nip home a couple of times so during he's, the he's year. So he's on, he's before eight. Yeah. And he likes yeah. printing chocolate. Oh, when oh. he gets to after eight, he's going to be, yeah. Maybe he's gonna, it's going to reverse the whole thing. I love it when they have chocolate and they run around like lunatics. <laughs> um, so I've, I've managed to nip back a couple of times during the uh, last few weeks. Um, first time, nip well, Not back. for this show, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> no, priorities. Yes. Um, nip back, uh got a fever. I I was really well at four o'clock in the afternoon. I'd been feeling well at work previous to oh. it. Work. Got, bought wine, took it home, thinking, oh, here we go at night in. Got a... Here got we a go. Sounds a bit sleazy. <laughs> no, no, like here for some go. wine, watching Breaking Bad or whatever, you know. Oh, um, Breaking Bad. Here we go, <laughs> night in. Bought wine, is like got <laughs> mail. <It's> so <laughs> I got... I, I got... Um, I got like a flu bug. I ended oh. up lying on the couch, like shivering and then trembling and sweating. It wasn't a flu bug. And I just say that <laughs> if you get bug. flu, you ca- you you're immobilised for days. Yeah, yeah I was immobilised for days. You couldn't eat or anything. I had a new bicycle arrive, and I didn't even ride it up the street and back. I j- I'd left it, I left it in the kitchen. Oh. A new bicycle. A new bicycle arrived, and I didn't take it out. Anyway, then I went back again this weekend. <laughs> When this week arrived, how many bicycles have you got? Well, I'm going to take that one further. How many bicycles does a man need? Well, apparently, the minimum number of bicycles, according to cycle fans on forums, <laughs> is uh, forums is, like cycling forums. Have a night in bottle apparently of wine. The minimum number of bikes you need is three, <laughs> and the maximum is the number you have at that time plus one. So. Oh, oh, they're, oh they're comedians. That's yeah. It's one of the little <laughs> funny things. Big they say. hole, eh? Well, I'm doing all right, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in a sitcom. <laughs> anyway, got another bug this week. Oh. Turns out, I think I might be allergic to my family. I he's, think that's he's sure possibly you're in a sitcom and you're not teaching in the primary school. <laughs> you're picking up a lot of mystery yeah, illnesses. It? Maybe it's because there's a crew and I'm used to. You're in casualty. You're not telling <laughs> us. <laughs> that would be good. Mm. One. Um, yeah, it could be that. There's just more people about. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So hmm. we're uh, we're back at my uh, gaps in my filming schedule, mm-hmm. and uh, and I went home. Um, my mum came across; she was going to babysit last uh, Saturday night. Me and my wife went out, but we're both tired, and I just got the feeling. You know, when you go out and you sort of think, I'm not sure either of us are in the mood for a yes. night. Yeah, but you've got a babysitter, so you sort of feel obliged. Oh, oh yeah. do you have to do it then? Yeah, oh, oh, definitely. It's a bit like sometimes when I open the fridge door and I just look at the fridge and think, I don't really fancy any of this, and I'll just have a cherry tomato, just put it straight. That's in. never happened to me. Really? Yeah, I had that the other day. The fridge door. What? I opened the fridge and thought, I don't fancy any of this. I actually went, you know those plastic trays at the mm. bottom? I actually had a look in there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was stuff in there. I thought they were painted on the inside. <laughs> Oh, was, I've uh, never done that. Vegetables, fruit. Did you eat any of it? No. <laughs> what about a lemon? A baby bell. What yeah. about a baby bell, probably? Mm. Anyway, uh, don't have that. I'm on my way out thinking, oh, we're going to have a bit of a duff night out here. We've got a babysitter, but we're only going through obligation. You don't have went a Damien into, night out. We went into a bar, and um, they, for a start, they had a uh, seven-inch DJ. Not a tiny little man, <laughs> a man playing seven inches vinyl. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like really good sort of moddy sixties music, mixing it up really nice. Um, and 
My stomach rumbled there. Oh, was that, that noise? Really? Yeah. There was something I'd said. Everybody looked as if I'd swore. What were you doing? <laughs> terrified there. This is like pasty indigestion. He <laughs> um, went like this. He said, Short term. Yeah, my sounded like it was. I think it might have been a re- response to the anecdote. I'm sorry if it was. <laughs> no, it sounded like the lunatics at Bedlam. Oh. Oh. So, nurse. Is seven inch vinyl? Yeah, he's playing good vinyl. Uh, bought Mrs. Cockrell. Did and you I dance? A, a, no. Here's oh. what happened. Uh, as we walked in, I, I thought, oh, this is good. Everyone this applauded. Is, <laughs> yeah, was it like when Norm comes in and cheers? <laughs> oh, that would be great, oh. wouldn't it? When Sir John Gielgud comes into <laughs> Joe Allen's. <laughs> Everyone stands and applauds. Is that true? Yeah. No, that never happened to me. But um, we walked in, uh, and and a couple left w- who had a couch. Like, it's a bar that wasn't oh, too busy. Perfect. Had a couch. Yeah. I saw, under the little coffee table... Handbag? A chessboard. Oh! <gasps> I thought he was oh. going to say, extra results, she loved the handbag. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, 300 quid in it. Chessboard. <laughs> so a chessboard on a Saturday night out with the wife. On a Saturday night out, we sat oh, in the bar. That, we I had tell you what, that's living all right. And we played chess. My wife doesn't play chess, I thrashed her. Um, <laughs> no, I taught her. I taught her how to play chess because as we walked in, I went, oh, I've been playing chess on an app on my phone on location, location, location. Yeah. And, uh, and she said, oh, I don't know how to play chess. But it's testimony to her that mm. she, she learned how to play chess when tired and grumpy at the start. Tremendous. I don't think I could have done that playing backgammon. I don't know how to play. Also, no, I'd be a bit. What's the point? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, no one was... plays chess anymore. It's not like the old fifties when there were these big t- televised <laughs> tournaments. No, the world chess. No one plays, no one plays chess, chess anymore. <laughs> Who cares about chess what? anymore? Cockrell over here is a trailblazer. I've been playing chess on an app. I'm loving it. I'm mm. loving the chess. Oh. I wish I'm not I bothered for scrabble. Remember, it was my New Year's resolution to learn to play chess. I never did it. Was it really? Yeah. Well, you should download the app that I've got. I'll. I love the idea of... Uh, it's because I saw some men in Central Park sitting at a chess table and they were, like, uh-huh. smoking cigarettes and playing chess in the sunshine. It looks so lovely, but I could do uh, all of that except the smoke. Wait, I'm, I'm why did they stop becoming celebrities chess players? Was it because of the computer? Was this why? What do you mean? Well, celebrity... Chess players used to be celebrities. Well, like Kasparov. Yeah, Bobby exactly. Fisher, Name me one Michael now. Michael Short. There isn't. We're bored... At least with chess, you need someone else to play and Kath... There's no way Kath would play. So no, that's the trouble with board games. I could, I, could, I could get an app. What about Cold It's? That's a good game. My favourite board games, I know no one asked, but I'm telling you them, <laughs> Cold It, Cluedo and Trivial Pursuit 1988. Mm, oh, brilliant. I, I would say that mine was, when I'm out with the S&M community, <laughs> and we play a lot of um, Dungeons and Dungeons. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Discussing me playing chess in the uh, public house with my wife, we've, mm. uh, we've had a text in from uh, 838, Frank mm. and Co. My great-grandfather played the Russian chess champion approximately 1920. They played by post, three mm-hmm. weeks per move. Ha-ha, oh. ha, it would try Emily's patience. It would. That's so, see, that's, three weeks per move. That's the thing that draws me in about chess, is that people do stuff like that. that mm. That's yeah. really my kind of thing. Brilliant. That. I just can't... Imagine getting up on a morning, getting a letter that said... Letter from, yeah, from Russia. Rook (laughs) rook to E4 or whatever it is. Not the TV channel. What are you talking about? 
What's well, E4? Talking, I don't live in E4. How dare you? <laughs> talking about rock. That's E4. Rock, like you... Uh, How's the Rocker Hour film? Didn't you yeah, see it? Yeah, it's the one when there's the finger in the chips. No, it's called E4. He was doing the whole EastEnders thing. Uh, he was experimenting. It didn't really work out very well. When, when, they, when she said, uh, is it a she or a he? Doesn't say. Just an it's 838. 838. That's all you need to 838 know. 838 said that to Frank and Co., um, yeah, which right. obviously sounds like the new Jewish Frankenstein series. <laughs> um, I, I saw, we was on about celebrity spots, I saw Lord Coe. No. Just by Piccadilly did Circus. Did you? And, you um, didn't do pedestrian racing, did you? No, that <laughs> would have been a mistake, wouldn't oh. it? Um, no, I think Steve Overt was walking <laughs> just behind him. <laughs> uh, he, he's very tanned, Lord Coe. Is he? I tell you what, he's quite a looker. I tell you what, he was yeah. in great shape. Mm. He's and, kept you know, his vigour. You kind of forgot that uh, he was an athlete. I believe he's a judoka. He does the judo, <laughs> doesn't he? Does he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, oh thank, God, thank God that's what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm relieved as well. Oh, dear, I thought that was some <laughs> terrible... Uh, anyway, street talk I wasn't familiar <laughs> with. Um, and I, I thought... I didn't talk to him in the end, but I thought, wouldn't it be great to t- say, oh, fantastic, Lord Coe, and not mention the Olympics? Yeah. <laughs> I'd have been so proud of myself. Yeah, just I'd loved it if you just talk about the races in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. but I, then I thought, I don't have enough at my fingertips. Mm-hmm. to. Re- you know, I, I, I remember him getting the uh, 400 uh, gold, having mm, yeah. failed in the 800 gold. I think that was why... But you see... Then I think I don't think it was four hundred. Was it? I think he got eight hundred and failed at fifteen hundred. And, oh. and it's this uncertainty which meant that I couldn't <laughs> talk to him about that. I yeah. thought, well, I've got, I've always got as a fallback uh, the Bermuda Triangle or the hovercraft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'd have gone on to him and have said flight nineteen, I mean six planes, it's too much of a coincidence. Yeah, I think it would have. You know, you've got to get. There's got to be a ramp. Mm. But I would have liked to have spoke to him. But I was yeah. determined, no Olympics. Mm. Yeah. Must, even he, even though everyone who speaks to him will say, you, yeah. oh, thank God for you. Mm. I, I think, though, he'd have brought it up. If I'd have said that Bermuda Triangle was a terrible thing, wasn't he? <laughs> and he, yeah, he'd have said, yeah, many people had to cross it when they flew to the Olympics. He, yeah, he would have had to have get it in. It would be like, it, that's his day of the Triffids, let's yeah. be honest. Everyone's got one. And I'd have said, oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't catch the Olympics. I had, uh, I had a Merlin box set. <laughs> Pass me by the Olympics. He'd have been absolutely outraged. Anyway, that was my uh, celebrity spot. I think it's a goodie. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Just uh, before we continue, I've got a slight correction for you. Correction? Um, <laughs> correction, yeah, uh, which I mispronounced. Uh... Uh, we've had a couple of people uh, text or email about this. You know, earlier on when you were doing your little Arsene Wenger uh, improvisation. Oh, that, that oh, wasn't yeah. patronising. That's what we call no, it. Yeah. Your Improv. little Arsene Wenger. Yeah. <laughs> I made the mistake. Didn't uh, I? Hi, yeah. Frank and the gang. I love your show and listen every week, but I felt compelled to write in and say that pomme de terre is potato in French, which would be quite unpleasant to eat raw. <laughs> I thought you'd done that on purpose. I really did. No, but Arsene Wenger, that's the ordered potato. That's a terrible mix-up. Mm. Because the South African... Uh, waiter didn't speak French. He mm. did know Palm, so he he brought the uh, apple. He didn't know Palm. He knew Palm. That was the one word he knew in French. Okay. Okay. Is that sorted? Mm. No, you're quite right. I made a mistake. I own up. No, I'm now. I'm holding my right hand now like a baseball player has been over physical. <laughs> Sorry, basketball player. Mm. Basketball players have to acknowledge they're fouled, don't they? 
Oh, do they? Not that they're foul, that they have fouled. They foul right. someone. I believe oh, really? that's true. It's certainly true when I was at Albury Technical School in the 1960s <laughs> right. and 70s. Like a snooker player announcing that they're sort of slightly touching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that they were touching they? cloth. Yeah. They claim not to be. <laughs> well, never mind that. <laughs> you know when you leave brown on the bottom cushion? <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Oh, snooker. Sorry. sorry, everyone. What is wrong with you people? Uh, what about Mace, who says I saw Joe Swash in a laundrette in Angel? That's, that's all. That's all I'm saying. I love. I love that image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was in the laundrette. Would it be Barbara Sadashio <laughs> for strings that you'd want to fly <laughs> over that? Why is it, Why was he in a laundrette? He was probably doing his washing. Why doesn't he have a washing machine? Yeah. Why doesn't he have a swashing machine? Hey. <laughs> 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 That's what he should invent, the swashing machine. I thought all celebrities had washing machines. Imagine if the swashing machine, as it, as it slows down, <laughs> it, uh, it's a map of London, I've seen, like the EastEnders. Starts you know, playing the EastEnders part. music. Do you think yeah. he has oh. actually got a, a washing machine at home, but he'd just been in EastEnders anyone... that long, he'd got used to saying, okay. I'm just going to pop down the laundry. <laughs> oh, now some forlorn search for dot cotton. <laughs> if anyone has been intimate with Joe Swash, could you oh. text in and tell us if he's got a washing machine? Yeah, I don't, is, it, is it legal to inquire about <laughs> Joe Swash's white goods on commercial radio? Is that a euphemism? No. <laughs> what do you mean? Talk about mine every week. Yes. Hey, what about, um, I'm going to call them your lot, because they're your neighbours, the House of Commons, the H of C. Oh, yes. They're your lot. Um, did you see, there was that minister, I think she's the equalities minister. She is the equalities minister. I wanted minister. to raise this, as, mm-hmm. as the lady of the group, yes. I didn't feel you two would, so I felt I should. Her name was Jo Swimson, not Jo, she should get together with Jo Swash. She should, um, she bring that, the, 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 the Swimson, <laughs> which is the new uh, washing machine. The swimsuit? Well, it, <laughs> what about that? Yeah. It's a bit late for that, because she's seven months gone. Oh, and okay. this was the problem. It was Prime Minister's question time. Oh, yes. Did you yes, see this? Yes. She was forced to stand. No one gave their seat up. Now, I'm not going to tell you what I think. I would like to hear what the cockerel says, mm-hmm. and then oh, um, see, this, is, this is it with uh, the equality thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no one stands up for Eric Pickles. <laughs> so I suppose it's the same... Cockerel? Uh, I, I don't believe that no one um, stood up for her. I think... Mm. Well, they're always standing up in Prime Minister's yeah. question time. <laughs> Every time somebody speaks, they stand up. It's like being Bruno Tonioli. Yeah. <laughs> they can't, they can't <laughs> speak like sitting down. His... He can't, he he can't combine sitting and speaking. Oh. He'd be in a call centre. Oh, God. Yeah. Bruce, oh, he's up again. Um, yeah, so, so there's always people standing. She should have jumped in quickly and then sat on a lap. That would have been brilliant. Yeah. Oh, that would have been awful. I, the, what do you I say, thought, I thought that she'd only attended the thing for about 40 minutes. She'd arrived late, so was standing at the back, so they didn't know that there was mm. a pregnant woman behind them. Mm. And also, she was going to leave early anyway, so she was fine standing. I thought mm. there was There's no... stinks of excuses to me. I think we all know which side you fall on. Well, well hold on a minute. They asked, they asked her official spokesperson, when asked whether she thought it was wrong, that they yeah. didn't stand for her, said, Sexist. Really? Why should they stand for her? She's got two perfectly good legs. Well, that's, yeah. That's they said she's point. pregnant, not incapacitated. I don't know if you can say that she's got good, good legs. Point. Sexist. <laughs> did you say she's got perfectly nice pair of pins? I did not say that. <laughs> God, no, she's got ankles like space hoppers <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, she, she did say a lot of that, though. She said if I wanted to sat down, I would have, I would have asked oh. I've seen her on question time. I think she's capable of Is being she direct enough to say, can, can I have Do a seat, please? I think, I'm, I'm pregnant. I think... 
Um, I know you're all desperate to know. Well, why yeah. don't we hold it? Because okay. I want to know what you think. Okay. You're, a, you're a, a woman whose opinion I hang upon. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us at 8.12.15, follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email us through the Absolute Radio website. Mm. I'm a bit, uh, I'm a bit bunged up. You are a bit, darling, aren't well, you? I had a good nose blow during my last visit to the toilet, which is Lovely. precarious when you've got a beard. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's I can imagine. Well, I, wasn't get... go- I wasn't going to mention it's it. It's like the worry of peppering teeth. You just but you look like an Arctic of... explorer at the moment. Well, thank you. <laughs> just had a lovely uh, story from um, the cockerels uh, upbringing. <laughs> we can't tell it. But it was a member of a chess club run by the janitor. Yeah, the school. It it's sounds like a, uh, the and pilot, the pilot of Hong Kong Fui. Apparently, <laughs> 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 I used to go back and teach the moves to my brother, so we both knew how to play chess with him. Well, when I oh, went, he to, spread the love. When when I went to the Kung Fu um, class that he did, did you, Henry the janitor? Uh-huh. I used to go back and teach my brothers the moves from that. So what and about? You're all Kung Fu masters. Yeah, yeah. no, we carry hot. Coals in a in a thing that burns dragons onto our forearms. Oh, that's good. Oh, actually, I don't anymore. I gave it up about two years ago. <laughs> you stopped the hot coal thing. Yeah, oh, well, I bought. I like the sound of your brother. We all know very well your brother's R. Keith, and he lives in the Midlands area. Yeah, but he's um, he's a, a lethal grandmaster at uh, at the Kung Fu. Anyway. This is like when you lied about having another sister or no, something. What a Trish. Yeah, oh, Trish. Yeah. Frank made up a sister. Well, you know. And you had a sister. I know, but my mate, I know, but my, my, my mate had a little sister. Oh. And I thought, oh, I'd be quite good to have a little sister. <laughs> so I invented one. It's a bit Norman Bates. Yeah, it was a bit. <laughs> On the uh, subject Except of. Except I didn't have a skeleton in a rocking chair. I don't want anyone to think that. <laughs> We did have a text in from 540, love chess, won trophies as a child, played a grandmaster in Cambodia. Ooh. He played 12 people at the same time and thrashed all of us. P.S. Ah. I am a girl. I love that girl. Yeah. I like P.S. I am a girl. Mm. <laughs> Something I often say at the end of a date. <laughs> <laughs> An internet date. <laughs> uh, I, um... Yeah, see, I, I, I saw a man in uh, Toronto playing street chess. He was like a challenge. You had to go and try and take him on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the people playing him were all people that you wouldn't ma- maybe normally associate. Like, you know, cute young girls and... Um, very uh, cool dudes. Like, yeah. you know, cool black guys in baseball caps. All Cooler than Scrabble. Yes, uh, yeah, everybody. Um, and, and they weren't all, like, you know, you're nerdy. There was, like, some jocks playing and, mm-hmm. and oh. stuff, yeah. I don't mean Scottish people, I mean muscular young men. <laughs> people wearing those tartan hats. Yeah, I would never say, oh, yeah, there was some jocks. <laughs> I would never some say Geordies. Yeah. Um, You're still waiting no, for No, there was no ha- Geordies. Now you're being ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> we are still on the uh, We're still waiting to hear my opinion on whether I think they should have given their seat. OK, Swinson, what do you think? Swanson. I'll tell you what I think. I'm a feminist, albeit one with very nice hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I do think is that I don't think you have to offer us seats, but good luck getting a date with us. So what I would say is we will always go for the seat offerers. Mm-hmm. Is that true? What it's to do with is, you don't have to do it, we don't care, knock yourself out, you sit there, we'll stand in the heels and with the children. What I would say is we'll look upon you much more kindly and we'll find you more attractive if you offer us the seat. Yeah. 
I don't often uh, try to chat up <laughs> women who are seven and a half months pregnant. That's not what I heard. <laughs> well, <laughs> there was, that was one occasion. <laughs> and it, to be fair, it was a video. But, um, oh, <laughs> mine got. But I, I think I would have been frightened to offer this woman my seat. She sounds like a very aggressive um, Do you think so? feminist. And she'd have been, I, this happened to me when I worked in a, a college of further education. <laughs> this is one of the uh, women in my department who I knew well, who was, you know, was a, a, a very uh, fervent feminist, was coming there with a big pile of books. And I opened the door for her and she went, shut the door. And I thought, oh, what, is there a fire? <laughs> I shut the door and then she, she sort of squeezed through, struggled through backwards with the books oh. because she wanted to open the door for her. Oh, dear. I wish there was a punchline. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the only ones I can think of are a little bit sexist. Hmm. Yeah. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I tend to uh, stand up for hooded youths. Do you? I always think if you stand up, give up your seat to a hooded youth, that if you're approached by a pack of hooded youths further mm. in the future, it might be like Andrew Cleese and the lion when he when he pulled the thorn out of a lion's paw, and then sometime later a pack of lions had attacked him, and this lion protected him because of what he'd done. Yeah, well, I think you might be overthinking it. How would it be if you <laughs> stood up for some? Say it was a bloke, say thirty-five. He just stood up and said, "You want my seat?" How would that? How would that go down? <laughs> That'd be really weird. Be worth trying that yeah. just to see. How, wouldn't they get really offended by? Do you, do you want my seat, mate? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Tell you what, I mostly stand up for um, like old people or women or yeah. people that I think need the seat uh, more than I. But there is an exception when the tube is absolutely packed and I'm already sat down. You think forget it? Well, I do to an extent, yeah, because. For me to stand up and take up that standing room, I take up so much space that I'm actually oh. inconvenient in the middle of a packed train. So you're actually being altruistic? By just staying put and reading my book, yeah. Oh. <laughs> does, does that make sense? Yeah, Because no. I sometimes think people are looking at me thinking, he's got a seat. But your space is mainly upwards. No-one else is taking up that. I've got a bag and I'm sort of like... Oh, oh did you, you know mention the unit. bag? <laughs> now we're getting extra you know, information. You know, I'm a big beefcake. <laughs> you are. That's I can't I do my makeup standing up, so that's why I have oh, to be seated. I, I, yeah. That goes through me when people do their makeup on the tube. I think that you, you can have an eye out. Yeah, you? well, it's fine. I won't be going back with you for the night, so don't worry about <laughs> it. Um, should we move on to the next email, please? Shall okay. We? Frank, Emily, and the cockerel. Surely he can't still be filming. <laughs> my colleagues and I cannot suss out what the word "sus" is short for. Or is it a word in itself, or is it just a slang term? Mm -hmm. Does the listenership, or yourselves, have any ideas? I refuse to Google, and it's really bugging me. That's from Sam Herbert, 23 years old, in Essex. Well, first of all, respect for not Googling. Mm. Uh, that's very fine. I always, sorry, I'm a bit bummed up. I always think Google should be a last resort. I do. A bit like ITV. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I... I it is all right to Google if you don't know. My, my yeah, rule has yeah. always been if you don't remember, don't Google. But, uh, yeah. you know, try and drag it up. But I... I... I, um, I don't know. I would have thought... Uh, I could be completely wrong. It's but not it, suspenders. I... No. Sozzies. Okay. <laughs> oh. She's wearing sozzies. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, it's very Jim Davidson. Um... 
Is it from... You know, in, in court, when somebody says, um, objection sustained. Sustained, that's in sort of established. Oh, oh that's good. Is Maybe it like it I is. can't suss it? Oh, I can't I sustain. Suspicious. More like suspected. Yeah, yeah, suspected. Yeah. No, but that's I not cannot what it means. People say, I can't... I couldn't suss it out. Mm. I bet Sandy Warner's. Oh, I bet she does. She does. That's everything. No, okay. Any other? Well, says, we haven't solved. We haven't sustain. Can I also say sustain? By the way, can I also say that sustain is what Gareth Gates puts vanish on? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, it's signed this email by Sam Herbert Essex, which uh, is the sort of thing Mickey Flanagan would say about someone he didn't know the name of and thought stupid from Essex. Sam Herbert Essex. Oh, Sam Herbert. That's exactly how he If described. I was Sam Herbert, I'd move to somewhere called Fountain. And then I'd be S. Herbert <laughs> Fountain. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Uh, we're back in email corner, aren't we, ladies and gents? Go on. Uh, dear Frank, Emily and Alan, long-time podcast listener, first-time contributor, etc. No praise for you as stipulated in the reader's rules. I came across this Easter egg in Google Maps and needed to ensure Frank and all Whovians were aware. Mm. Oh, God. Can I fess <laughs> up here that I don't really know what an Easter egg is? I've, heard, I've heard this phrase used. I haven't. Um, it's like a little digital present in, in something. So, like... Oh, is that right? For instance, for example, on a, on a DVD release, you might have a, a particular code that you could put in you know, fast forward this, that, and the other, mm. and uh, and you can find like a little extra thing in oh. there. I believe I may well. So have it's got an that unexpected wrong. gift. I think so. Yeah, oh. or an anomaly in a digital forum. Mm. I guess. Um, Perhaps I should say, oh, Kinder. <laughs> <laughs> I came across this Easter egg in Google Maps and needed to ensure Frank and all Whovians were aware. I realise you are boycotting this multinational tax avoider, but I felt you needed to know this. Don't shoot the messenger. Uh, That's search. what I told Ian Wright when he was doing live from Studio 5. <laughs> <laughs> Searching for police telephone I said put that weapon down. Don't, if you take that in, there's going to be an incident. Sorry, carry on. Searching for police telephone box in Google Maps will lead you to a, a police telephone box in Earl's Court. Entering Street View will show you the interior of the TARDIS from Doctor Who. Shut up. Well, which, which circa when? Yeah, exactly, which TARDIS? Which, um, mm. Well, there's only one TARDIS, but the interior has changed. Well, there's only one TARDIS. I don't TARDIS. want to really? see that. Do they only one, the interior? There's several TARDIS, or there were. I don't know what the time war was. Oh, I got bored out. of seeing bits from the TARDIS here at the dinner party. But yeah, the interior's changed <laughs> uh, dramatically. Right. What, do you think they've got to heels or Ikea? It's never it. quite, you never quite know what's happened to the interior design. <laughs> but, um, There's some old bloke called Jeff working in props who's been there 40 <laughs> years and he'll be at one of my parents' dinner parties. I know, because someone <laughs> gave... Oh, I swear, honestly, this is true. It was a Boxing Day lunch we went to with some of my parents' friends. She, my mum said, I love the table decorations. And she said, oh, do you like them? They're from Vicar of Dibley. <laughs> 100% true. Maybe really? that's a shop. <laughs> like past times. <laughs> um, so anyway, there's an interior of the TARDIS from Doctor Who. They should probably be spending their time and effort on something a bit more constructive, but fun is fun. Peace and love to all, Adam, brackets, not a Whovian. 
Mm. He's not a Whovian. I'm warning you with peace and love. I'm, cause I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm warning you with peace and love. What was the date? The 29th of October? <laughs> Whatever, something like that. <laughs> I will sign no, and if anything, if it's got that date on, it will be burnt. Peace and love, peace and love, peace and love. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if people know what we're referring to now. It was Ringo Starr saying he wasn't going to sign any more autographs. I know. Yeah. Anyway, Adam is not a Whovian. Can I just say that uh, as this show has gone out, I've listened to the podcast, but as this show has gone out the last couple of weeks, I've probably heard ten minutes live, and uh, and both of those five-minute spurts have been you and Steve discussing in great detail. They've gone too far now, you see. They've gone too far. Steve Easter eggs me on. I know. (laughs) He does, though. I'm all right, but Steve's got no restraints. He he brought up Dick Fiddy. I never thought I'd come... <laughs> what? We ended up talking about someone called Dick Fiddy. I actually zoned out. <laughs> I mean, I'm a professional working on a radio set. I don't know what they were talking about. Can I, just... I say Dick Fiddy's a very lovely man, but I don't know yeah, quite why five minutes. Steve brought him up. <laughs> That's all they talk about, Dick Fiddy. There's no stopping yeah. him. Yeah, so don't blame me. He's, he's, a, he's a bad influence, a bad... Uh... It's rare I can rejoin a group and, and make it somehow cooler, but <laughs> evidently this... <laughs> This is what's happened. <laughs> me and Steve, we'd have to talk off of here. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Here the text from 861. Frank, you should know what an Easter egg is. It's an integral part of a Doctor Who episode, the one with the weeping angel statues. Even I've heard of that one. Yes, it's, oh, I yeah, tell you what, the it's the there, first yeah. one, it's Blink, and it's where they find um, the Tenth Doctor, is on those I'm videos. I'm so glad I read that email out. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he appears, yeah. and he he, tell, he reads the script that was given to him late, and he's gone back in time. This is awful. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah that, that's isn't it? Do you get it now? Yes. That oh, sounds well like done. one of the most alright episodes. The um, thing is in it, um, <laughs> Carrie Mulligan's in it. Is she? Right. Must have been a slow week. Brilliant. Um, what um, about... <laughs> I, when, oh, that email, when that text came in, Frank, you should know what an Easter egg is, I honestly thought it was going to carry on, you are a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's funny how words change their meanings it over is. the course of time, isn't it? Hey, I'll tell you what we haven't discussed. Oh, yeah. Old Mar Murray down at the palace. Oh, Murray. Andy Murray got his uh, OBE this week. Presented now, to can him. can I ask you a question before we go any further? Mm. Surely you should have gone a knighthood for winning Wimbledon. You're absolutely right. People have got knighthoods yeah. for, like, you know, winning in rugby. People have got knighthoods yeah. for doing an ITV light entertainment show. No, but, uh, who, but you know, if you that? win anything big in sport, you get a knighthood. Isn't that the I thing? I thought so. Yeah. He is, he is definitely very good at tennis now. Yeah. Anyway, well, I, 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 hold the front page. That's my opinion. Yeah. He said he was in the middle of a drugs test. What? When, when, the, that's what he tweeted. Oh, yeah. Because they did... do random drugs tests, don't yeah, they? Yeah, but I thought they did them at events. I didn't know they come and knocked on your door and said, we're going to no. do a drug test. They do it throughout the year, apparently. I wish they did that in television. Oh, well, I'd, I'd have little... the place to myself. I <laughs> <laughs> wish they'd done that with Lance Armstrong. They, they drug tested him for an OBE. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so the so palace of got so very didn't go rules. in and go berserk. <laughs> Did you see the pictures of him? I, the, the the royal, whoever it is, in this case it was Prince William. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time I see Prince William, not full of Nando's. I think, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I look, love it. Look at the hair's gone. Oh. <laughs> oh. How much percentage did it reduce his looks by on his wedding day? The bald head. Um, was it eighteen percent? <laughs> yeah, eighteen percent. <laughs> le- it ruined it for you the day. Um, but on a step, of course, he's open. The other person won't even be aware of it. But it, mm. it's, so they stand on the step, so they are always taller than the person they're giving the thing to. Peter Crouch has got no chance of ever getting Never. No. But yes, I I looked, I didn't, uh, one reassuring thing, and this is often true of sports people, oh yeah, he's a big sports star, I look better in a suit than Andy Murray. Yes, I think that's true. He got a over long long trouser he'd gone for the fall. So used to wearing shorts, he had no idea where to estimate the end of it. I agree with you 100%. Controversially, I think uh, Kim, who normally doesn't put a foot wrong sartorially. Kim Sears? Yes. She went for Matthew Williamson, big fan of his work. Do you know Kim Sears? (laughs) No, but thanks thanks for the the tip. Um, what I would say is don't team white and black with a black tie. It's a black tie was a bit opening credits of the bill. Oh, I didn't like that black tie, right. it killed it. Yes. Sorry, it's just my fashion offering there. Some people might like that though. You know, it's not all black and white, is it? <laughs> oh, oh of course it is. <laughs> well, um <laughs> Judy um, Judy Mama Murray wore green and purple, the Wimbledon colours. Nice. Oh, you're right, Frank. That's like if, you know, when I won a Sony Award all those years back, our Nora turned up in absolute purple. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, uh, I, I don't know, that can't have been accidental. I was impressed by that. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. We need to talk about uh, a book that's coming out uh by Greg Pembroke, uh, who's a guy who b- it began as an internet sensation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've <laughs> never seen anyone <laughs> say that with such <laughs> absolute <laughs> contempt. An internet sensation. It's called Reasons My Son Is Crying, presumably to be followed up by uh, Reasons My Son Is In Therapy, <laughs> Reasons My Son Hates Me. Yes. Um, this chap has uh, started putting on online, like, oh... He's crying because uh, he asked me to put butter on his rice. Oh, yes, I'm familiar with and this. And then thing. I yeah. put butter on his I was rice. Like, uh, and he's he crying because I stuck the stickers he wanted stuck on his face on his face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Things like that. Exactly that sort of thing. And My reasons are slightly that. more different. Mine was she's crying because she's seven years old and we've made her stay up late at dinner party and talk to Malcolm Mugridge. That's why <laughs> I was crying. Yeah. I don't know if that's a book that that many people are going to be able to identify with. <laughs> yeah. I'd read it, can I say that? I know, I know you wouldn't, that's why I love you. Malcolm Mugridge, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Anyway... Good Catholic. (laughs) Yeah, well, there are lots of rows. Um, Yes, well, I often think, you know, hey, my child's crying, where's my camera? (laughs) Yeah. I think all humanitarian... Hold it it right there, right, smite... No, sorry, I mean cry. Yeah. I find that a bit... uh, What do you say, by the way? You know when you say cheese? Yeah. When, when you have to look like you're smiling. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what do you say when if, you cry? If you have to look like you're crying? I don't know, what? Onion, <laughs> And thus, cheese and onion are in that eternal oh, yeah. cosmic balance. Wow. That's why somebody instinctively put them on the same crisp, mm-hmm. because they're two sides of the same kind of joy and sorrow. I think the idea behind the book, though... fancy some crisps, that. I'm not being rude, but children <laughs> do cry a lot. And so it's not like taking a photograph of a crying adult. I mean, children cry a hundred times a day. That's pretty much all they do. 
So I think it's um, fair enough. I don't think that's quite true. Oh, they cry a lot, Frank. Well, they cry more than some adults. They cry more than most adults. Okay. I would say. I find a really lot of people adults. I've been out <laughs> with <laughs> seem to cry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's... Oh. Well, I... I just Have feel you cried s- over something odd, though? Have I? Yeah. Well, I cried when Will Smith found his wife again in Independence Day. Did he? Yeah. Oh. I uh, cried, I mean, I think we all did, when Mary Beth had her child in um, Cagney and Lacey. Oh. Do you remember that one when they couldn't find Harvey? Oh, contraire, my friend. <laughs> yeah. And Harvey said, you did it, Mary Beth, and she said, we did it, Harvey. Oh, oh, did you cry? Oh. I'm welling up even hearing yeah. that. I cried told. when I was nine and I met Shawaddy Waddy. And I cried <laughs> after they left, this is true, because I thought I'll never meet them again and I'll never mix in such high-status circles again. Yeah? How wrong I was. Well, <laughs> I don't know, did you meet them again? <laughs> did you meet Dave Bartram? I or didn't. Romeo Challenger? <laughs> I, uh... I, I cry watching telly and films and that Do sort you? of stuff, but I... Do in, you? Yeah, yeah, but in real Yours, life... Yours, you mean? <laughs> no. Yeah. But in real life, I uh, I don't... I, I, the thing that w- makes me want... You know that sort of moment as an adult where you suddenly feel like, oh, my God, I'm a child and I feel upset? Yeah. For me, DIY brings that out in me. Really? Does it? Yeah, like, you know that moment when someone says, oh, we need to get this sofa up the stairs, but the banister's <laughs> there, and we is it going to fit through? Makes you cry. I just could immediately sob at the idea of trying to do that, because I hate it so much. Wow. And it's just, it's such a grown-up thing to have to deal with. If I was a removal I don't know why man. Disney hasn't cashed in <laughs> in his full-length cartoons. It's all, you know... Deer getting shot and stuff yeah. like that. Why yeah. not the uh, sofa moving upstairs? Maybe next time. You'd have thought, you can't believe he missed that opportunity in bed knobs and broomsticks. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a text in Frank, um, quote, deer getting shot, unquote, and no deer hunter music. Please write this considerable wrong from Harry. <laughs> yes, I did. I mentioned the killing of uh, Bambi's mother, and didn't. Um, spoiler alert! I love that Sex Pistols oh, album. Quite a quick, it, yeah. quick. At least it was a quick death. <laughs> Frank, there's an email I need to share with you, dear Frank. Now that we're going to Brazil next summer, oh yeah, mm. will you be teaming up with David Badil to record your excellent podcasts again? I, for one, hope so. Good memories of the Britishers, Dodge Calibers, Ukuleles, and Vuvuzelas. Come on, make it happen. Cheers, Nick. Says Nick, but so clearly from my manager. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what's well, happening. I hope you are doing that. it. I've got my Brazilian plan. <laughs> well, that'll be, a, that'll be a hard nut to crack. <laughs> um, um, so <laughs> I don't know if we, if we're going to do anything for the uh, oh. for the World Cup. Okay, I've even that's awkward. I wish I hadn't read yeah, out now. I've never looked into it. The best place to air it as a discussion is on air isn't it <laughs> yeah I, think, I don't think about. there's enough for that I think, <laughs> that if, I think negotiations for projects are often better than the projects oh yeah yeah, yeah so they'd make a good you know reality TV in mm. which Joe Pasquale <laughs> decides to uh, bring back um, the sky's the limit the old quiz show <laughs> and then uh, and then just not do the show just have all the negotiations filmed right. I like, like the idea of 
someone talking money at the highest level in a really squeaky voice. Well, they would be talking money at the highest level. He speaks very highly of you. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. The answer is I don't know the answer. What about that? I could Google it, but I feel that would be inappropriate. So um, anyway, look on that. And that we've we've left it open ended. It's like it's like a phrase from Wagner. Yeah. It hasn't completed. It's left us in the air somehow. And that's always a good thing, I think, because life doesn't complete. And uh, you know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.